Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to the Unfiltered by Jade, where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined. I look forward to entertain, educate, and inspire. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, donate, and make everybody know about it. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to The Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us a special guest and her name is Sia Wilson. And today we're going to be speaking about virtual space versus physical space in a post-pandemic world. And just to say, we're not totally out of the pandemic, but because we're now a little bit more free to move up and down, and we are, some of us are working outside, while some of us are still at home. So that's what the topic is about. So hi, Saya, welcome. Hi, it is so nice to be here. Um, it was long awaited um, from me because I, it's my first podcast, by the way, first yeah. time doing podcast, <laughs> and I'm so excited about it. Nice, nice, and I'm excited to have you here, especially because of the topic that we're going to be speaking about. Right. I want you first to introduce yourself to the audience. Okay, so I'm Saya Wilson. I'm Jamaican-born. I'm a child of the world. And why I say I'm a child of the world is that I have been through this business able to meet people of all nationalities and cultures. And then by working with closer with people, you get to grasp some of their um, ways of operating and some of you know their cultures you know you have to get to know people and how they operate to be able to work in the capacity that I do so I'm a virtual I'm the virtual boss that's what I call myself um, I do all things virtual where an office is concerned I run people's offices virtually providing full staff um, all the resources that are needed to make things happen. And I have been a VA um, since 2019 when the pandemic hit. I went full on into a full VA service. And because the world was grass, trying to just grasp this new concept, which wasn't new because VAs have been around for a long time, but people really got into the VA world then. Um, it just catapulted into being a full VA firm. Um, people 
um, want to know that you have their back and they can leave certain things to you to do. And I think that that has been the hallmark of what we've been able to offer um, to our clients. Further than that, um, I have over 10 years in secretarial and administrative and personal assistant experience. So that was easy to just go into the virtual world as a generation um, post-millennial uh, generation. I am technologically savvy, so it was easy to go in the VA world. And of course, I did quite a bit of um, VA training just to know how to operate different systems. And I'm also a system specialist. So I tell people that there's a system or an app or some online um, material that can make, can well, it can get three processes out of the way. So if you're going to book an appointment, there is something online that you can buy that can book an appointment without you having to do three manual processes. So I like to give people um, a systems overhaul, which is a feature that I have where we sit down and see what's working and what's not. Because sometimes your business isn't growing because you are not using all the systems that are appropriate for your business. So um, I went on a little bit about who I am, but I am, I'm, I get things done. Um, I'm no nonsense. And in the VA business, you have to be no nonsense because to get things done, you have to cut to the chase and get it done. Um, and I am also compassionate. I do hard work. My work is hard work. Um, I work with my heart to be able to help people to make their lives easier and for them to sleep better at night. So that's nice. it. Nice. Thank you for that. That's, uh, that's a lot that you do, which is important. People have to trust you to get whatever done. Right. Yeah. Integrity so, mm -hmm. in the VA business is everything. It's what you say you're going to do when you're say you're going to do it. And if you're not going to be able to do it, then it's to be upfront. So it's all about integrity. Nice. Nice. So for us, define for us what your definition is of a virtual space versus a physical space. Okay. So um, the virtual space... Um, because for a large part of 2020, it was kind of foisted upon us. We didn't have a choice. So um, for a lot of people, um, it took a lot of adjusting. But when the adjustments were eventually made, um, it's proved to be a space that is dynamic. Um, it's adaptable and flexible. So why, what do I say? Why do I say that? Um, you can move your office all around at any time without it affecting your production and flow because everybody is in a virtual space. So you basically need good technology, which includes good internet and a space to work. And you can put all the pieces of your business together because there's everything there, all the dynamic features um, for you to be able to meet, for you to be able to track tasks, for you to be able to track time for you to be able to um, have your staff um, report in an appropriate way for you to also be able to um, manage all the moving parts. So it's a dynamic environment. You can do a lot of things without it restricting how you're able to operate. Um, in the virtual space, you can um, broaden your reach and operational procedures. So you can, in the virtual environment, you can have 
clients, businesses, um, people working with us, partners and partnerships all over the world. In the physical environment, that's harder. The virtual space allows you to expand beyond your borders. Um, it is great for businesses that want to continue to expand because the sky is the limit. There's no limit on how much you can expand in the virtual space. Of course, it's more cost-effective and easy um, to make changes as you go along. So it's not like brick and mortar where the building is there. You have to operate within the structures of the building. If you have a virtual space, you can build it right out to any capacity that you want it to, right? And cost-effective means that um, what you pay for a VA, and this is the biggest pro of, a, of the VA service, is not what you would pay if you had a physical assistant in your office. Um, it's much less. It, it, it doesn't include all the other benefits that you'd have to pay, um, etc. And for a lot of people, it works out more cost-effective for their business. Of course, being in a building in and of itself is more expensive because you're going to have to host people. You're going to have to pay them. You're going to have to pay utilities, etc. And that's why the virtual space is just um, cost-effective, less stress. Um, the physical space, um, if I want to go to the flip side, it offers um, a, a, a cordial staff structure, example, like the lunchroom meetups and um, the influence of sharing thoughts and mental space and another um, it's just a key area for sharing. So if you want an environment where, you know, people are interacting constantly physically, if that means a lot to you, then the physical space would probably work better. But all those things that I've said, I mean, it's probably tactile. So people want to feel each other, but say you have a virtual office, you meet up once a year for a retreat. That's for a lot of people, as tactile as it gets, and it's tactile enough um, in this modern world. Hmm. All right, so, so hearing you, and you gave us some of the pros and cons of this space. So hearing you, um, we speak about people who prefer working from home versus people who also prefer working in the office. And why a couple of weeks ago, I had a podcast where I spoke about this, something similar to this, and it was, in the sense where some people do not like working at home um, as a virtual worker because of the distractions that are at home. So you're not able to do work as efficiently as if you were in the office, right? So the first thing is, um, I, I hope I didn't cut you, but the first thing is that the virtual space doesn't mean work from home. So a lot of people think that because you're a virtual assistant, you don't get up every day and go to a space. It means that you operate in a virtual space, but definitely not that it means that you're going to stay home in an environment that is not conducive to work. Right. Um, but, but, but for most persons who are doing virtual work, I work from home. I know more persons work from home. No, we're working from our home in a virtual space. And for that, it means some of some people don't like that because one, some people are just not like that. They prefer the system of getting up and going in the office to work because it affords them, okay, no, I have to get this done. I have to be on time, whatever. If I'm working from home, 
I'm going to be in my pajamas. I'm not going to be as efficient. I'm not waking up early to do anything. And I, I'm not saying me, I'm speaking specifically for some persons who I've interacted with. And this is their own. Some people can't work from home in that space, as I said, because um, they have kids at home crying. It's not it's not good for them to be at home with that. So even if it is that you have some people now leaving from home, going into probably a space, a working space, whether it is that they have their office or not, and they work from there, um, and they go there, that's different for some because they're still leaving from their home. But you have some people who have to work directly from their home and get the job done. And for some people, it's not efficient. Also, um, Working from home for some people or working in the virtual space because that's what it is. Well, I'm in the US. So for us here, working in a virtual space is normally working. We work from home. And that means some people have um, their, their, their pay has now been cut because you're not, you're not in the office where certain things have to be done, walks are light, et cetera, et cetera. Um, those things are not being used up. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that you know it's a it's a pro for the office, but it's a con for people because I've heard people talk about since they're now working from home, their pays have been cut. Um, and it's, if they were if they were going into the office, their pays wouldn't have been cut because they're saying, all right, since you're working from home, you don't have to buy gas to be coming in. <laughs> you don't have to do all of that, so we don't need to pay you that amount of money. So those are some of the cons to it. But I get what you're saying. I also prefer the virtual space of working. But I'm just saying, yes, we some of us do prefer that. While well, some people really don't. They prefer to go into the building and get the job. Well, so there are, there are three points I want to make. The first one is the one that I was making just now, that there are some people who don't have the choice, but there are some people who have the choice. So some people stagger their work week. Some people start with probably a Monday working from home, sorting through, um, because a part of work life is that you have to have different days that ensure that you cover different things. Right. Um, you can't just be doing, um, you know, all the same tasks every day. Some days you have to stop and organize some things. Some days you have to do meetings. Some days you have to do checks and balances. So say for on a Monday, it is conducive to home because, you're not doing anything that um, is. Uh, there are some tasks that are highly distractible, mm-hmm. or or you can or you or it's something that needs more concentration than some. And then there are some that don't need a lot of concentration, mm-hmm. so you can afford to probably be in the home environment. But for the days that you probably have like meetings or you need to do um, data entry or things that require your um, undivided. There are all these um, virtual spaces that are very cost effective that people um, go to and they sit down for a couple hours. And if you look at just how cost effective that might be in terms of versus what you would use to say drive gas to an office, it probably works out. I know for quite a few of my associates, it has worked, associates, it has worked out because um, say two days a week, um, they pay. A particular amount and they um, sit in a space and it makes them more productive. Give so me an example of that space that they sit in. Uh, Regis is one of the most popular ones in the US. Um, I know in Jamaica there's a business district 
quite a bit of them exist. And I know that, um, say, for example, Regis has a lot of different branches. So, um, and then there are some, you know, smaller um, setups that are located. It's, it's pretty popular now because you get your mailing address there and the, the people collect your mail and you can even forward your calls there. So it comes with that kind of... Um, um, working um, plus, right? I understand that, but there are some people out there who still don't know about what you're talking about in terms of virtual space to go into work. So that's why I asked that question because right. as, yeah. as much as we believe it's popular, it's really not that popular for a lot of people, especially when it does know of one place to do virtual working and it's from home. Right, which is, which is a home office. Um, I know some people don't have the luxury of setting up and a room that they can be to themselves. It just depends on the at-home dynamic, right? Um, even if it is in the living room, even it, if it is a space that people traverse, I always tell my clients, I tell my associates, I tell my VAs, um, try and invest a little in setting up a nice little area. I mean... Uh, put, have a footstool that you put your feet on because it's long days and it's a lot. Ensure you have a nice desk, you have your screen, set up your area so that you can feel like it's somewhere to go. Even if you're going in your pajamas, it's somewhere to go. Okay. You're getting, so it's not, I tell people don't set up your home office unless you have to. As I said, there's a, there's a dynamic of the home. Mm -hmm. So even if it's in your bedroom, it's a separate space. Right. Not on your bed. Not on your bed. <laughs> not, in, not, not on a couch. Even yeah. if it's a couch, yeah, there are some nice Amazon has nice um you know um computer stands, laptop stands. You have to have the equipment that makes you feel like you're in the office. And Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll always be cooking something. <laughs> it's, it's about setting up the area so that you can feel because life is not ideal. That's what the virtual world through COVID taught us, that life is not ideal. You have to roll with the punches. So yeah, you might not have a home office like some people have them nice home office, but you have a space. Right. You can put a little desk, no matter how small it is, you put your space together and that is your office and you own it and hone it according to what you want it to, to be to you. That is so right. that was my second point. The third point was the cost effectiveness. So the, the, the greatest upside of virtual work is that it is more task-oriented. Um, so it allows you to do more than one thing. So it's the best opportunity to subsidize your income by doing a second job from home. Mm. So a lot of people don't see that there is a lot of opportunity in that because um, we have time in in a regular nine-to-five workday when we were in the office, a lot of people used to go to an office and twiddle their thumbs half of the day because some of the things don't really take eight hours. Mm -hmm. but if you can manage your time well and manage your tasks well, start working a little earlier, you can probably get a side gig. And I don't like to call it side because all work is equal. Mm -hmm. So you can get some other things to do that may be able to augment your income. It may even double it. 
and it may even have your earning extra because you're in your space. It's not a money. Nobody's monitoring you to say, okay, you can't look at the other screen right now. You can right. manage your time well enough to do that. So it's an opportunity to earn more. Nice. So we, we use the advantage of it. So if they cut your pay, find another job. Find another job and put with it. That's and right. Look at what you were earning before and say, okay, I'm going to teach for, for four hours in the afternoon. Everybody has, whether you have tertiary education or not, everybody has something that they can teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. How about you start an online um, webinar, digital products, have people learning what you know and that's another income. There's so much out there's there. So, mm-hmm, so many. And even if you can't teach, there's other things that you can do. So tap into what you can do. Look, there's the internet is free. I was gonna say internet is free, but um the internet is there. So you can Google stuff, find things, just type in stuff. Things are things are always there. You know, information is not limited anymore. Right. Get information and get it out there. What I want to know is for virtual space, how does it affect our mental perspective for virtual versus physical space? Okay, so like for me, um, I was born to be virtual. This is not to say that I can't be physical. Um, I would prefer if I had a perfect life and life is not perfect, so we don't have these choices. Right. But if I had a a choice for what my entire future work life would be, I would be blended. I feel that there are some days that um, it requires me to I eyeball my team okay. or eyeball some clients. And that might be that we're on a Zoom, but we're both in a space where we have on our total professional hats, right? Okay. So I, I, I prefer a blended. I believe that there are some days that you can't be productive in a space with other people. Just like you're at home and you can't be productive because there are other people there, the same thing with an office. You can't be productive because somebody's knocking on your door to come in to say something. There are some people who are calling you. That could be an email. There's some meeting that is an emergency meeting that you have to go into. So eventually you have not really done anything right um for the day so i think blended is a great a great option but um for the virtual space um the the problem a lot of people have is a lack of human interaction which is the physical yes. interaction mm-hmm. they want to be in a space where they are around their co-workers um that as i said once you can go into a co-work space you can have you can um be there with other people and interact with other people um you can have uh, small team meetings once a week there are so many things that you can do to fill that void for the physical space um what i I mentioned a couple things that i didn't like about it before but secondly i think sometimes the commute um a lot of the time that i could be doing other things i can start working at 7 a.m. Um, and my commute would have taken me 
an hour and I would not have to would not have been up in office till two hours later because you have to get ready. It requires a lot more when you're even if I'm doing a meeting at home, you know, you put on whatever you need to put on, but it doesn't take as long as when you're going out there because you're more efficient. By the time by the time you sit down in that traffic, you know man. Exactly. And you reach work, you're tired enough. Right. And then you take some time to settle in. Yeah. And then you're going to start and reboot your computer. And then you're going to this and that. And it's just a lot, right? And Um, you're just waiting for lunchtime and then waiting to go home. Right. That's basically what it is. So I get I get the efficiency of working from home because you're able to cover more, you're able to do more. And it's your time. So if you start early, you can finish early. It's your time that you're working with. Um and that gives you the freedom and the, you know, it gives you a clear. I just, I just feel like, I feel like it's once you don't, once people don't feel, some people feel oppressed in the physical environment because even when you're not doing, even if it's not a productive hour, you have to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? And even if you have finished your task for the day, you have to be there anyway. Yep. In the real world, that's really not a productive way to do anything. Because if I decide to, today, I want to stop working at three, I just get up at five and work until three. Are the tasks done? Yes. Is that what we want to be done? Yes. So, you know. And 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 for that, it answers the next question. I mean, so it seems as if we get more work done virtually than physically. That's for some people, because I'm still going to say that. Some, because you still have some people who at home, they get nothing done. At work, they get it done. So it depends on who you are, what you prefer, that you get work done. That's really right. what it boils down to. Right. And there was a point that I wanted to make earlier that I didn't make, but it's very important that there are some people who prefer physical spaces, but it might be cheaper for them to have, say, one office in a larger um, space because that's more cost-effective. So they go to their office and they do that because they prefer physical work. They probably will have one assistant there or they have their assistant virtually. So it is still possible for you to prefer the physical space but have people that work with you that work virtually. Makes sense. So you can have a full team, but you are physical, and maybe you have somebody that drops in, but you have other VAs that do other work, and you can have a full full service office with everything. Your accountant that works remotely, your marketing people, but you have an overarching person who is a VA, but you have a management VA that brings all the pieces together and ensure that everything is working um, in an operational, to, to operational capacity. Nice. And because of that, the what we want to bring up next is our, our, our company is forced to provide technologies for their employers to work in a virtual space. Um, it depends on the arrangement. Um, I know there are some companies that provide... Um, laptop and all the other um, electronics that is needed um it depends on the arrangement so for example for me what i do um the only things that my client provides is like storage space so like online like dropbox 
um, OneDrive, MyDrive. We might purchase um, extra storage space for those files so that it is stored in a secure environment. But otherwise from that, there is really no other technology that my clients provide me with. No phone, no, but we. But what we do is that we charge um, enough to be able to cover um, our usage of these, um, all these things, Wi-Fi, internet, etc. Um, for companies that have asked their employees to um, move from virtual, from physical to virtual, if you're, I've, I've found that if you're encouraging that move, you will be definitely um, mm-hmm. asked to um, provide, provide some things because mm-hmm. they would not have had it before, especially in some industries where there are specific technologies that are needed, especially like in the IT accounting industry, those industries, um, people who work at call centers, there are equipment and the systems that are needed that you can provide for many reasons, but it's affordability, security, and just what they, um, what they, what they, what the business requires of you, they will have to provide that. So it, it just depends on the kind of arrangement. Okay, cool. So I want you to tell me, what do you offer and where can we find you? Okay, so I offer a full virtual office service. What does that mean? Everything that you can think of that can be done in a physical office, I offer in a virtual space. Okay. So from email correspondence, managing emails, call forwarding, callbacks, correspondence responses, um, mailing, um, filing, electronic filing, writing letters, responding um, to um, all kind of wide varying um, correspondence, social media, digital products, launches, webinars, um, project management, you name it. You do it. I do it. I do physical, um, sorry, I do systems overhaul. I had mentioned it earlier and it is really just um, an analysis of all the systems that the company is using and recommending changes and implementing them so that uh, they we're time effective, time efficient, and things run smoother. So it's about smoothing out the day. So say, for example, um, I mean, I, uh, I probably met one client that was still doing this, but you are taking appointments in an appointment book. That's really not an efficient um, way of no. doing anything. I mean, I still am a person that I'll write something down because I like to write things down. That's how I retain it. But for sure, I am not the type of person that will not have it in my um, online schedule that reminds me in the phone because that's just how we have to operate. So say, for example, somebody is still booking appointments by calling your assistant and your assistant looking in a diary and saying to you, oh, uh, we have 11 o'clock available on Thursday. Just we just send a calendar link. The calendar mm-hmm. is connected to the Zoom. We you know, 
joined the meeting when so it cuts out probably about five different processes just by using one application so we do a lot of that because a lot of people are still doing things that are making them work harder but not smarter and the aim is to work smarter because the aim is not to be slaving over a desk from 7 a.m to 7 p.m if you're doing that as a ceo you need help because CEOs are more an overarching kind of checks and balances position where you lead and try to support the team. It's not about doing all the work, the day-to-day and hour-by-hour work. If you're doing that as a CEO, you need a virtual assistant. So that's what I do. Um, we Calendar management and scheduling is also a big part of what we do because a lot of people need to streamline their days and organize properly around what they're doing. Um, other other than that, I spoke to the marketing component. We do quite a bit of that, managing people's social media, um, presentations, proposals, bid documents. Um, we do a lot of business writing services, um, PowerPoint presentations, um, preparing people for meetings, taking notes in the meetings, ensuring there's follow-up. So everything that you would think a personal and admin assistant would be able to do for you as a CEO, we do that, but just in a more cost-effective and um, efficient environment. So where can you find me? I'm on Instagram at Virtual Office Hub. I'm also on Instagram at Saya, S-E-E-Y-A. S-E-Y-A underscore the virtual boss. Um, I can also be reached on WhatsApp. Um, 876-474-5043. I mean, I know that um, WhatsApp is, you know, <laughs> some people like it, some people don't, but it's a good way to make contact. Yes, it is. Text. Um, and then... I have um, a U.S. line, 678-861-3066, and I can be reached by a phone call or even a text there. Um, other than that, um, I am also um, always checking my email. It's always a good place to drop me a line, mm-hmm. um, and it's virtual global assistance with a S, 101 at gmail.com. So I'm everywhere. Um, I'm even on LinkedIn. Um, if you search Sarah Wilson, I'm on LinkedIn as well. So I'm on everything. Um, so we work well within whatever the budgets are as well, because that's a consideration for some people that they, you know, probably can't take on a huge um, cost at any one time. So we speak and say, okay, this is what you might need and this is what it might cost. Um, can you take on these hours? And they might say, no, I can't take on this, but I can take on these hours. I will work with them within those hours. Um, I, I say usually 95% of the time when somebody starts out at um, low volume hours, they end up in a short period of time up in their hours because once you start to free up yourself to make money, you can afford to have more help. And the busier you get is the more help you need. So you have given us, you have, you have told us everything that you have done, or a majority of what you have done. And I'm sure in times like these, people are now using more VAs, which is important. 
and that's that's where you come in um so thank you so much for being on the podcast sam i enjoyed this conversation pleasure i'm so happy to have been here i'm so excited to have imparted this to both yourself and your listeners and i look forward to speaking with some of your listeners just about how um, we can incorporate the virtual space in what's happening in their life at this time nice thank you so much again and thank you to our listeners for listening to the unfiltered by jade and we'll be back next week tuesday thank you Bam, 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 bam,